Hello, and welcome to Louisa TV. Each week I'll be bringing you tools and tips to share with you and some inspiration from my life to help you on your passionate journey and maybe a bit of light entertainment. This week the theme is do I have to choose one purpose? Absolutely not. You can do whatever you want and you can have as many purposes and passions as you like. I'm the passion ambassador. I've got a list of passions and they're constantly evolving and changing and changing in order of rank. Many people never find their purposes or their passions during their life because they're not curious. And many people never find their purposes or passions because they don't realize that it's found with inside of you. It's not some external goal to be achieved. It starts internally. It starts with a spark. It starts with inspiration. It starts with joy. It starts with wanting to do something for yourself and for others. And our evolution and loving ourselves and all those hard steps we learn along the way are part of this process. It's an inside job. I'll give you a few of my life's Purposes. Well, I thought they were purposes at the time. Soul's purposes, passion, whatever you want to call it. I'll start with my teenage years and I'll, I'll probably go on to career because for many, many years I thought my purpose was associated with my career as if that was my identity. So probably in my teenage years my first purpose was going out to pubs with my friends. And I remember my grandmother was babysitting me one night or sleeping over. I probably didn't need a babysitter. And I wasn't allowed to go out with my friends. Well, this was my absolute purpose in life. I absolutely had to meet my friends at the pub. And I was so inspired and so passionate about doing this. And I didn't have any fear. And I basically didn't worry what anyone else thought so. I pretended to go to sleep and got a whole lot of sheets and tied them to the bottom of my bed. And I was on the second story floor. It was quite high up. And I remember looking out the window thinking, please, God, please, God, let me not fall. And I held onto those sheets very, very tightly and put my legs out and eventually started sliding down the sheets. And I got halfway down. I think my hands, I was shaking by this time. But what I forgot to take into account was my bed was on wheels and with the weight, all of a sudden the bed ran into the wall and I fell, I fell onto the cement pathway below and sprained my ankle. But I very graciously stood up and, and, and hobbled off to the pub, thought, not, thought nothing more about it. And I took that jump and that, that's going to relate to the end of this story about purpose and passion. Anyway, just a side note, a few nights later, the man across the road said, my gosh, I was looking, sitting on my balcony the other night and I thought there was a burglar and I was staring and then I realized it was you and you'd come out the window and you were halfway down and then you started falling and then you fell to the cement floor. But And then you just dusted yourself up and, and walked away. He said, that was the most wonderful thing I'd ever seen. If you ever do it again, can you please let me know and I'll get my popcorn ready? <laughs> anyway, a side note. So 
few years pass and then I think I find my next purpose, which is horticulture. And I studied horticulture and I did a lot of rainforest regeneration and I loved it. But I realized at one point I couldn't do this forever. That it was very hard labor and literally it was like going to a war zone every day. There were the deadliest snakes in the world, the, the, the deadliest spiders in the world, I, and which only probably if you were bitten gave you about five minutes to live. There were ticks. There were stinging vines. It was a dangerous profession. And I eventually decided to, to change. And then I spent a few years in, in interior design thinking, I finally found my vocation. I found my passion, but that didn't satisfy me. And I look back now and it's easy to look back in hindsight and all these career paths I'd chosen. I'd chosen them. Someone probably had even suggested them. They weren't chosen from me. They weren't chosen from my own excitement. They certainly weren't my purpose, but I wouldn't be the same person if I hadn't taken that path. So that begs the question. I probably was meant to do them anyway. And then I decided to study social sciences and psychology. And then I went into corporate HR, human resources, and that was exciting at first and my family was proud of me. I don't know if I was happy. I was probably too busy to even think about being happy. I was consumed by meetings. There was meetings for everything. There was meetings for, even for a meeting. And <laughs> I even wrote a paper on meeting efficiency or the lack thereof and what lack of meeting efficiency costs corporations. Actually, I might do an episode one week for the insomniacs out there and I'll read you, I'll talk to you about meeting efficiency and you'll be guaranteed to fall asleep in about one to two minutes. <laughs> and then I moved in the same field, I, I moved to another company for a bigger office and a bigger salary and I was desperately unhappy. I didn't know what I was going to do. And for, by some bizarre twist of fate, well, there's no fate, I heard Abraham Hicks and I didn't know what she was talking about, the vortex and, and we create our reality and, and manifestation. And I thought, hmm. If we create our reality, I've created this unhappiness. And I wasn't only unhappy in my career, I was unhappy in all aspects of my life. I was in a very unhappy marriage and I was generally quite unhappy as a person. And I thought, well, if I created this, I can uncreate it. And I want to learn as much about spirituality and universal truths as I can. I have to say, I've always been spiritual, but I kind of lost myself somewhere along the way. And I started meditating again, only five minutes a day. And I couldn't wait to get out of the office each lunchtime. And I'd go to the park across the road and kick off my high heels and close my eyes and put my face to the sun. I was in fact meditating, but I didn't want any of my colleagues to think I was strange. So I pretended that the sun was in my eyes. It became so joyful going to the park for half an hour or so every day and 
I never, I never wanted to go back to the office. I remember looking down at one point and seeing a, a gum leaf, a simple gum leaf. And I thought, you know what, I'll take that back to the office. And it will remind me of my happy, happiest time of my day at work. And I took it back to my lovely office and hid it behind the monitor in case anyone would think I would was strange. And as fate may have it, I'm a slow learner, but the universe seems to pull me kicking and screaming if I'm not on my soul's path. I was retrenched. I was terrified, but utterly joyful. I think I even remember walking out of the office with my few possessions and did a little jump. And I just knew that I'd wanted to do this all along. I just didn't have the courage. <laughs> and I heard the words, if we, if we had not pushed you, you would never have jumped, Louisa. But just as I was packing up my office, I got my USB and my few papers. And there was that gum leaf, that eucalyptus gum leaf, sitting behind the monitor. Just such a simple thing just a gum leaf but I realized if I had stayed I would have turned out like that shriveled gum leaf and I was so grateful that I was given the opportunity to leave and as I walked out I remember walking up the street and I made a promise to myself and I made a promise to the universe and I made a promise to all that is that no matter what I would live from then on, I lived life and I would do what set my heart on fire and I would try my damn hardest to be happy all the time and I would try hard to be positive and I would not criticise and I would not judge and I would allow the law of attraction to come to me. I had no idea what I was going to do and I did know, I did know for sure that I probably wanted to be a better speaker and I would love to speak with incredible thought leaders across the world and not only inspire myself selfishly but inspire others. That was one of the foundations and the values and the visions I had for Passion Harvest was to inspire you, the audience, to live a passionate life, to walk a little lighter to step a little lighter, to get out of bed and smile in the morning or tell someone you love them. And it would have this ripple effect on people that listened or people that were guided to watch this show. And so <laughs> I still remember my first interview. I was a really bad interviewer, but I learned and I practiced and I remember not wanting to press the upload button on the podcast and I closed my eyes and I had my finger over the mouse and I paused for the longest time and held my breath and pushed that fear aside and pressed upload. And that was the start of Passion Harvest and it's grown and grown from there. It didn't start out as a career. It started out as, it didn't start out as a, this is my purpose. It was, it came from inside. It came from my heart. It came from feelings of desire and joy and inspiration and it wasn't so much what 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 it would do for me it was what it would do for others 
I didn't care what other people think. Well, I actually did worry what my family and friends were going to think having this podcast with a spiritual foundation again. I, at that time, it's funny now looking back, but I was very worried that they would think I was strange or they probably knew I was strange anyway. <laughs> um, and so that's how it started. So I want to say to you, if you're not living a full live life, that's okay. That's part of your journey. And if you're looking to find more passion in your life or a passion, or you're looking to find another purpose, start small. You're going to have to look inside of you. It is not necessarily an external career. You can't necessarily think of how am I going to make money of this? Of course, everyone has to be practical. But it has to start with inspiration and joy. And that is what truly will nourish your soul. You know, it's funny, <laughs> we often ignore what feels good to us, but that is your soul connecting with you. It, 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 it's not for by accident why we're excited by things. And a very simple analogy, and I thought the other night I've almost come into full circle and but but I have no doubt that I will have many more passions in my life and many more purposes now that I know how to achieve this um, but I was thinking a great analogy is coming full circle of me wanting to go to the pub and jump out the window and I'm certainly not saying go to a pub and jump out the window but what I am saying to you is don't worry what other people think be inspired, be motivated, have a, have a goal and jump. Take a leap and push that fear aside. You've got nothing to lose and life is precious and you already have everything inside of you. Sometimes we just have to push aside ourselves and allow. So I'm really excited to share this episode with you <laughs> and purpose and passion. They're so intricately combined. Thank you so much for listening to me this week. Please leave a comment below and I'll try and answer all your questions. And, oh, I want to say I really, really appreciate all your feedback and thank you so much. Um, it means a lot to me, but it also means a lot to Passion Harvest that I feel is bigger than me it's not about me it's really about you so i want to thank you <laughs> the passion harvest audience until next week bye for now <laughs>